It's time to get away. And to help get you there, it's Travel Bags with Anita and Friends. From around the world to across Georgia, she covers it all. Now, here's the host of Travel Bags, Anita Thomas. Hello, 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 and welcome aboard Travel Bags with Anita and Friends. So glad you guys are joining us today. We have a great, great show for you today. I have Doc Bill on the phone. Doc Bill, you were missing from the last couple of shows, so I'm glad you at least joined us on the phone. Oh, definitely to be here in one way or another. <laughs> well, we're happy to have you either way we can get you in the studio or on the telephone. And Olivia's back in the studio with me again today. So hi, Olivia. Hello. Thanks for having me. Well, thanks for being on. So you guys, we have a great show. We're going to talk about a lot of different things today. We're going to talk about clothing and not from the standpoint of packing, but just maybe from the standpoint of traveling with what you have on and maybe some ways to not worry so much about what you're going to carry. And we're back to our going local. So we have a great place for you to consider today for going local. And Olivia and I have still been working on this quarter miles program. And we'll tell you more about that in a little bit. But we have two more states to feature. But now I want to share with you guys, I was recently at the airport. And I just stood back for a few moments and just kind of watched people trying to get through the TSA screening. And it was just really kind of interesting. I mean, people were having to take off their watches or take off coats and scarves and, you know, be rescanned. And it was just all kinds of stuff going on. And it made me kind of think about maybe we should start thinking about when we're traveling what we're wearing if you're flying. Yeah, I mean, that's, sorry, go ahead, Doc, though. No, I agree with you. Yeah, exactly, exactly. So, Olivia, I mean, what are your thoughts about that? Well, especially if you travel a lot, you know, it becomes kind of uh, mundane and you just want to get through it as quickly as possible. So here are some ideas to help you with that. <laughs> well, Doc Bill, do you carry a lot of stuff and have to empty the pockets and all that? I used to, but the thing that I found that helped me organize a lot, taking all the papers you got to carry in your wallet and your passport, I like a Scotty vest. You have a pocket for everything, pocket for your iPhone, pocket for your keys, pocket for um, every spare change, pocket for your passport, and everything zips so nothing can fall out. But the best thing about it is you take the Scotty vest off when you get to the um, TSA area and put it in one of those baskets, and it goes through, and everything is there, and it's you'll be able to scan it. Well, you know, that is really, really good. That is a good piece of uh, clothing to wear because you're, you're right you do have everything in there you can zip those pockets and you don't have to worry about anything falling out because I did actually see someone's jewelry actually fall out and they spent about 10 minutes looking for it and found it on the floor under the scanning machine it was kind of odd that it had gotten under there but the Scotty vest certainly would help that kind of situation but now Olivia there must be some other things though, that we can think about because you know, when you go through the TSA screening, you're really ready to get through that, get onto your gate, and make it to your flight. Right. And, you know, I've actually looked up what are some good things to wear on a long flight. Mm -hmm. And they do suggest wearing, you know, comfortable dresses or mm -hmm. long skirts. Mm -hmm. uh, comfortable dresses or long skirts. Um, but actually, that's not a good idea if you're going through TSA. Mm. Because they will likely pat you down to make sure you're not hiding anything under the long skirt. Well, I've had that problem coming back into the States. If I'm wearing something very loose-fitting, 
And I'm that person who gets called aside to have the additional mm. questions asked and some scanning, some secondary scanning. So as comfortable as those maxi skirts are. Right. <laughs> and uh, you don't have to worry about anything kind of binding you as you're sitting in your airplane su- seat. That is not what you want to have happen on the front side of your trip. No, no. <laughs> Doug Bill, what about you? Any any thoughts? What about cargo pants? I've, I've seen you wear some of those before. I basically like to wear a pair of pants I'm comfortable in. I like to wear a shirt and a jacket, but I can usually take that off. And then you just put it in to be passed through. Again, uh, you, you wear your belt and you have to take your belts off. But, you know, I think, guys, you know, most pants these days require the belt, so you need to wear the belt. And then a pair of comfortable shoes that you're going to be wearing. Well, that's true. That's true. But the only thing about the belts now is that sometimes those will cause an alarm to, to, to sound there when you're going through the metal detector, when you're going through actually the scan there. So you may be required to take that off. So I would suggest if you're wearing those pants and you need that belt, then just go ahead and take that belt off anyway. Or if you can make it through the airport without your pants falling down uh, <laughs> and, and not needing the belt, that you just put that in your carry-on bag and then put your belt on after you go through the TSA screening. Well, those are all possibilities. And the other thing is also, you know, if you may, you may have with you your, your storage bag, and you can also store your belt in there, as well as keeping some extra plastic bags in there. And a small zip bag you can keep there as well in case you get to the point where you need to take some stuff out. You have the ability to do that. Well, absolutely. I, I always keep one of those uh, kind of Ziploc bags that it's really easy. You can put things like your wallet in there, your cell phone, any jewelry, watches, any kind of loose items like that. Because as I mentioned, I saw that person lose some jewelry, and they were really looking pretty hard to find that. So that eliminates the possibility of those things happening. But now, you mentioned shoes. So, Olivia, what do you think? Shoes, yes or no? Because I see people wearing those flip-flops, and that's really easy if you have to take your shoes off. Right, but you don't want to be barefoot in the airport. No, you don't. Not even for just a second. <laughs> Not even for just a second. So maybe wearing socks or something like that. Yes. Although on the, the plane, it might get cold, too. Mm-hmm. You know, so that's something to think about. I saw one option. If you want to be a little more fashionable about it, you could wear boots that just have an easy zipper. Those are, you know, almost as easy as slip-on shoes. Mm-hmm. Just takes maybe a, a couple of seconds more. And then that way you don't have to worry about your feet making contact with that dirty airport floor. (laughs) Absolutely, you don't want to do that. Because, you know, the other thing, too, is that although most places now you don't have to take your shoes off when you're going through the TSA screening, but if you're traveling international, the requirements could be very, very different. So since you don't know, you need to be prepared in case you do uh, have to remove your shoes. But now we mentioned also, too, winter. So during the winter... You have to take those jackets off. They're going to want you to take scarves off and things like that if you're traveling during the winter. So just be prepared for that as well. Any other things, Doc Bill? Well, if you also, when, we, when you are um, going, you also want to make sure watches and things like that, you have a place to put them. You know, some people still have watches these days, and that's something that you want to make sure that you have, uh, you put aside that you don't get lost or get damaged. Well, that's a really good point because watches, sometimes we don't think about them as jewelry, but watches absolutely fit into that category, and they can cause the alarm as well. Uh, so take those off, put that in a plastic bag, or either wait until you pass the TSA screening point to put those kinds of things on. That's true. And today with a lot of new modern gadgets, a lot of things have uh, lithium-ion batteries, and particularly when you're transporting a drone or some other device. These devices have to be um, half-charged. They can't be full-charged. And bringing these on a plane um, with you, you have to make sure that you meet the requirements that they're, again, half-charged. 
and then they're put, you know, they're putting out so they can be inspected or put in your um, bag or whatever carrying case you have. But again, they have to be half charged. Well, you know, you mentioned batteries. So a lot of times people who are traveling with a lot of, uh, say, camera equipment may have those cargo pants that we mentioned earlier. And the challenge with those is that sometimes we can forget that we have something in all of those multitude of pockets that are on cargo pants. And that can also set off the alarm and cause you to have extra screening or take extra time. And if you're like me, sometimes when you're rushing to get to that gate, you don't want any additional things that are causing you to have to answer questions or have your bags researched or anything like that. So it's best to just check out all of those pockets if you are traveling with uh, with cargo pants or something that has a lot of pockets and make sure that you, know, you have those clear. And if you're attached to cargo, you can just take Doc Bill's advice and get a cargo vest. <laughs> then all your problems are solved. <laughs> exactly, exactly. I really like those Scotty vests. They are really, really good. But now, Olivia, you have long, pretty hair. So what about bobby pins and hair stuff? Yeah, you can forget about the bobby pins. You know, they're very small, but some of them can set off the detectors. And you don't want to have to worry about having to find all of them in your hair right there. Everyone's waiting, getting impatient. So if you really want to use bobby pins in your hair, just keep them in your purse or your bag and you can your hair once you get through. <laughs> I like that idea. I like that idea. No reasons to stop. Let's just keep going. And speaking of keeping going, we're going to stop and take a break right here and we'll be back in a few minutes. And we are going to talk about how to avoid maybe even carrying so many clothes with you. We have a solution for that as well. Now, the show today is brought to you by the Sapelo Island Birdhouses down on beautiful Sapelo Island, Georgia. Check out their website if you want more information about a stay there at sapeloislandbirdhouses.com. Give them a call at 912-223-6515. This is Travel Bags with Anita and Friends. We'll be back in a few moments. I've been trying. 